Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I'm always here trying to help creative women find that space of work-life balance where you are enjoying your business, enjoying your life, just having joy in general. And I always love to bring on um, guest experts that can help us in our businesses, but also help us to think about things in a way that makes our lives easier. So today I have Crystalyn Shelton and she is um, here to talk to us about QuickBooks and QuickBooks is one of those things as entrepreneurs, either we have it and we may not be using it to its capacity or we don't have it, but we know we need to have it. And we're hesitant because, you know, for whatever reason, numbers scare us. The idea of it scares us. So we have a kind, caring, and gentle um, professional here to help us with this process, give us some tips, and just talk us through it. And hopefully by the end of this, you will be ready to start tipping your toes and you'll get some, (laughs) some, some insight to help you with that. So just a little bit of a background on um, Crystalyn um, Shelton. She is a licensed CPA and a QuickBooks Top 100 Pro Advisor. She's helping startups and small businesses and million-dollar companies alike take control of their finances through accounting software training and consulting. So, you know, good hands. You're in good hands. She's (laughs) familiar with small businesses, but she also is working with the big guys. So she is, I I don't know the process, but I I can assume to become a top 100 pro advisor. She got her papers, (laughs) got her credentials. So Crystalyn, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself about your journey and how you came to be a top 100 um, pro advisor? How did you just come to the world of accounting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am so excited to be here today. Um, And so, yeah, just a little bit about me is I'm, you know, a Texas girl. I uh, grew up and was raised in Houston And then I um, moved to Dallas to go to school at UTA. So I graduated with an accounting degree from the University of Texas at Arlington. And it was really back in high school where I decided, believe it or not, to become a CPA. When I was a sophomore in high school, I took a class, a record keeping class, and it was taught by a gentleman who was a CPA and he had his own firm. 
And so by the end of that class, I was determined that one day I was going to have my own CPA firm as well. He was really inspiring. And I really enjoyed just the process of learning, you know, bookkeeping at such a young age. And so um, after college, I decided, you know, why take a break from studying? I might as well dive in and start studying for the CPA exam while I still, you know, in that study mode. So I would say the first year after I graduated from college, I studied for the exam, took the exam and passed it. And then um, after that, I obviously earned the CPA and then um, I landed a job at with Paramount Pictures. Okay. So I probably should back up. When I graduated, I was offered a job that was located in Los Angeles. So of course, Texas girl had never been, um, you know, to California. I was like, yes, I'll go. Um, and at the time that company Texaco moved myself and my fiance at the time to California. Okay. So I worked for them for a couple of years and then landed the job with Paramount Pictures. And so worked for Paramount Pictures probably for about five years, 70 hour work weeks, Ooh. seven days a week. <laughs> and it was at that point that I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it. Like I'm going to reach burnout if I keep this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and so I started looking for other opportunities and what ended up happening is they put me on a project where um, they wanted to upgrade the accounting system. Okay. And so I was on that project, giving my input because I was actually over the accounting department for my division. And then they said, you know, Crystal, you might as well train your staff because you know what they do and you speak their language and can help them make that transition from the old system to the new system. So I said, okay, as if I don't have enough work to do, but sure. <laughs> Right. And what ended up happening, oh my goodness, I loved the process of putting together training materials awesome. and my staff. I was kind of like bit by the training bug, as I say. I was just like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just, I did some research. I found out that QuickBooks was the most popular software for small businesses. And so I wanted to move away from the corporate um, guys and move more into the small business arena. So I got certified in QuickBooks back in 2009, and it's just been amazing, just the opportunities that opened up after I did that. That is so awesome. And, and I love to ask people about their journey into entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. there's always that like that story of there, there was the before and, you know, sometimes when we're in that before, we're like, why are we here? Like, you know, like, you know, Lord, what, why did you put me here? Like, what is yes. happening? But then <laughs> when you get to that after you realize that that before was the the thing to get you ready for oh your next step. It was the preparation. It was total preparation for, you know, the next chapter. For me, at first, I thought I made a mistake by by getting into the accounting field because I was like, "Is every job going to be like this where I have no life?" Right. And so, obviously, I, I found out that wasn't true, but I just didn't know it at the time. And so, yeah, you're totally right. It was all preparation. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful <laughs> story, and I love what you said about you know, like, is it going to be like this? Because 
I think we are so conditioned to believe that to be successful, it has to be, you know, all consuming. Yeah, that we have to like, you know, that that's the only way to success. And I, you know, try very hard to break people of that thought process because mm-hmm. you can work really hard and yep. never quite make success. You know, and there's some people that work really hard and make success, not saying that, you know, there's anything wrong with that. Everybody has their own way, but you can also honor yourself and your time Mm -hmm. and your self-care and still be successful in what you do. Yes, yes. And I'm a firm believer of work smarter, not harder. (laughs) Definitely, definitely, definitely. And, you know, and also just finding your own path because... Mm -hmm. You knew accounting was the thing you wanted to do, but it was, you know, through the process of, you know, trial and error of finding that, you know what, I really love training people. And you may not have come to that, you know, had you not had that experience, but we all have our own road to travel. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just being open and being, you know, being mindful of what's going on around you because, you may yeah. stumble upon it. I think a lot of us have kind of stumbled upon like, you know, what our real calling is. Exactly. Yep. That's so true. Absolutely. So I think that that's really, really beautiful. So I'm going to just dive into to this question. What would you say to those who have a fear of numbers? Because we know it's out there. Right. You know, like, you mm-hmm. know, after people have to take math in school, it's like, <laughs> you know, you you right. you ask a simple question and they're just like, mm, no, not trying to do it, not trying to hear it. <laughs> right, right. It's just so terrifying. Like, so what would you say to those who have that fear? You know, what's interesting is I had that fear believe it or not, before I took that record-keeping class um, in high school. I was a straight-A student in every subject except math. And it was frustrating. (laughs) Um, So, you know, algebra, pre-calculus, you name it, I could not get better than a B. And sometimes I was teetering on a C. (laughs) If I just keep it real. And so um, after I took that class, I realized, and this is what I tell my clients today, that managing your books, doing bookkeeping is not the math that you had in school. It's basic addition and subtraction, you know, and to be honest, the accounting software does the heavy lifting. So, um, you know, you don't have to have an accounting degree or any type of experience in bookkeeping to manage your books as a business owner. But what you do need is someone to explain things to you in layman's terms. And that's what I find is um, there's a lot of complicated, you know, accounting jargon out there, if you will, that people use. And um, when you start using that type of terminology, you know, the eyes glaze over and people tune you out (laughs) as they should because they don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And I get it. I totally get it. And so... When I meet with a new client, 
I typically use really simple and easy to understand language that makes sense. And then I try to tie it in with a real world example, you know, or examples of what I'm talking about to kind of bring it home. You know, and that's the same thing I do in my books and in my online courses is just keep it simple. Um, and I, my assumption is that you don't have any knowledge of accounting or bookkeeping because in reality, that's most business owners. They don't. And I, I absolutely love that because that's, you know, the philosophy that I follow like in my in my trainings and my courses, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people assume that because someone's a business owner, that they have some sort of background in business. Most people right. have a thing that they're good at and they yeah. decided to monetize it and, you know, some people, you know, will say, oh, well, people don't want to learn. It's not that people don't want to learn. It's that a lot of it, like you said, is the glazed over eyes. A lot of it goes over people's heads mm -hmm. because, yeah. you know, you're speaking in the, the language of your industry. Right. But it doesn't make sense to the yeah. average person. I mean, you know, Outside of coaching, I'm a balloon decor artist and a lot of my um, listeners are from that community. And we have words and terminology that we know. <laughs> right. But when we get requests in, everybody's like, I want an arch. And I'm like, that's not an arch. Like, <laughs> that is not a, like you want this thing, but that is not an arch. But like, I don't right. know if you watch the um the Marvel movies, Groot says, I am Groot. That's how I feel about the word arch at this point. Like, right. everybody uses it for everything that they want. Thing. And I'm like, and, yeah. I'm, and I look at a picture and I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's an organic garland or that's a, you know, bouquet or that, you know, but. Right. But again, I'm using these words every day. The customer mm -hmm. is, you exactly. know, has a limited vocabulary of the balloon world. And so right. the same way when we go into business education, you know, I I I know accounting words. Um, mm -hmm. but once you start getting kind of technical, I'm like, mm. <laughs> what right. in the in the now? Like right. <laughs> tell exactly. me where to carry the two. <laughs> exactly yeah but i think it's beautiful to have people that come from that perspective because right a lot of people you know don't a lot of people don't have that patience and don't have that um honestly to me that's the mark of a great teacher Mm -hmm. Right, because everyone learns differently and your job as a teacher is to help understand right. and so it's exactly. not about how smart you are how much information you know if yeah. understanding is not met then the job exactly. is not met you know if that person is still walking away feeling defeated and then mm -hmm. you haven't met the job so I think that that's you know such a beautiful perspective and I hope that for the listeners, you know, if you have been hesitant about this, that that is comforting right. to you to know you got somebody, you know, now that is yep. there and is able to, you know, speak to you where you are, not over your head. Exactly. And and one of the other things that's real important for me to 
um, help my clients to be comfortable, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, finances is personal, you know, Mm -hmm. people are opening up their financial lives to me. (laughs) And the last thing I want them to feel is embarrassed or ashamed because they don't understand the technical terms that are used in bookkeeping or accounting. It's not your job to understand that. It's your job to know your books and it's my job to help you learn how to do that, you know? And so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, and 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 that's that's an important point too, because you, you went to school for this. You got a degree in this. You got certified <laughs> exactly. in this. On top I should of know degree. this. Like, <laughs> So, you know, like there, there should not be that expectation, you know, that, you exactly. know, all things, um, as an entrepreneur, they're, they're specialized, um, fields for all of these different things. So, mm-hmm. you know, you need mm-hmm. to know enough to know what you're doing, but also right. know that there's professionals out there that can help you get the rest of the way. Exactly. I mean, and even for me, you know, when it comes to marketing, I, my eyes glaze over when I hear terms click through and, you know, all these different terms that are used in social media, I am just like clueless. And so that's why I depend on my marketing assistant to know that stuff and know it well, because I don't know that stuff. And thankfully I don't have to know it to the degree that she does for it to get done. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely like again like you we we have talents but we also have community and the combination will get us where we need to go because there's some things no matter how how many ways you say it you know my husband's an engineer I'm a creative he's an engineer now I have an analytical side right once he starts talking his engineering talk I'm like And so then what? Oh, that is interesting. (laughs) Like, I don't like, (laughs) I don't have anything. Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Um, But I don't have to know. He knows, you know, and that, Mm -hmm. that is just, you know, the beauty of having professionals. And that's why we need to lean on professionals more because we do have this kind of, you know, I got to do it all and you know bootstrap it and all we have these thoughts yep absolutely but these thoughts can keep us stuck yeah they can keep us stuck because there's only so much time you have as a professional yep there's only so much time you have and so you know for me I can always make more money but I can't make more time right so to me if somebody can save me time you know, right. I, I jokingly say I have left the the um, DIY portion of my life. <laughs> uh, I'm doing some spring cleaning and I see all of these different, you know, paints and glitters and all these different things that I, you know, have from that right. phase mm-hmm. of my life. And now when I see the little videos and they're making something cute, I'm like, that is so cute. They should have a link at the end of where I could go buy that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same is true of professional services like why are you fighting yourself to try to you know figure out this thing that 
you don't, you know, it's not your comfort. It's not your skill set. Right. When there's somebody out there that can help you. Like, exactly. Just yep. putting that out there in the universe. Yeah. But <laughs> before we move from the, the concept of fear, the other thing I want to like um, talk about along with that fear, because I know some of the fear is just math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of the fear is, you know, as long as we don't know the numbers. Right. We don't have to deal <laughs> with what they look like. With reality. <laughs> we can keep char- undercharging because we're not really looking at the fact that we're not making right. enough and we can mm-hmm. keep shuffling around. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, I find power in the numbers. Yeah. Definitely. There's definitely power in the numbers. And just to give you an example, you know, if you're using an accounting software, QuickBooks with it, or an accounting software, whether it's QuickBooks or something else, um, and you're keeping track of your income and expenses, having the ability to be able to log into the software and generate a report in a matter of minutes is really empowering. That information is going to help you as a business owner make better decisions. And it can also um, help to save you money. So let me give you an example. Um, There's a company that I uh, used to work for, and every year they would go in and negotiate a contract with their biggest supplier that they spent money with. And so each year they would come to me and ask me to generate a report that shows how much money they spent um, with all of their suppliers, right? So we could take a look to see maybe the top three suppliers are spending um, the most money with. You can use that data to go into a meeting like that when you're negotiating a contract and you can negotiate better pricing, discounted pricing based on your volume. Okay, so if you can decrease your expenses, that's going to increase your profit. That's a big deal (laughs) because the numbers don't lie in that vendor. When you go into that meeting and they see that report, you know, and they're like, oh, you spent that much with us last year. Oh, okay. And they know there's competition over here that would gladly take your business. So what are they going to do? They're going to work with you. (laughs) Right, right. Definitely. Definitely. So that's just one example. <laughs> and the, the example that I was thinking about as well, you know, because I work with a lot of creatives and, mm-hmm. you know, we can, you know, we get that shiny object syndrome. And so we saw so-and-so over here offering this. And so now we're <laughs> offering this. But, you know, when you look at those reports as well, you can see yeah. what is selling. Yes. And absolutely. maybe you're investing a lot of money in something that's not getting you that return maybe you need to drop that item maybe you know it might not be the most razzle dazzle thing that you have but (laughs) it might be the you know the overliable that is bringing in the bulk of your income and so you can really see is this item pulling its weight is this Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. is this worth me to continue to pursue Right. And that's a that's a great point. You can run a sales report that will show you the top selling items and even the top customers that are buying from you. Right. So even with the report like that, where you see customers at the top and then you see customers who aren't buying that much from you or 
aren't on the report at all because they aren't buying anymore, mm-hmm. you can actually create a marketing campaign and send them an email that says, hey, you know, here's a coupon to purchase blah, 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 just to get them in the door. So there's all sorts of things that you can do to generate business. And like you said, maybe you do need to discontinue a product that has had zero sales in the last, you know, year or six months or what have you. Yep, absolutely. And then when you were saying about the customers, what just jumped out to me is just another example like for instance, like at the end of the year, I like to, you know, do something for my, you know, my top clients, yes. but even throughout the year, you know, there's some clients that I might, you know, been, been a little bit on my minimum order or, you know, mm-hmm. that I give a extra allowances to because of what they bring in. So, Absolutely. you know, if you're bringing in these, these big accounts, you know, if you have something small you need today, I'll go ahead and do that for you. Mm -hmm. But maybe somebody's not bringing in what you thought they was bringing in, but they still asking for, you know, they still (laughs) calling on favors. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, but all of that information is in your numbers. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you know, if you're not, you know, aware of those numbers, then you don't know you know right. what's going what's on what's happening there. yeah because a lot of times like you said you think someone's a top customer and then when you look at the report you're like oh not so much huh? right. <laughs> like, you, you bought a bunch of stuff but right <laughs> it's been a minute right <laughs> <laughs> but we you know we you you keep going to that dollar aisle like um you know, so it is, is so much power in the numbers and I get it because really I've been in that really position is. of being fearful of, you know, maybe it's not, you know, what I think it is or, you know, whatever that yeah. fear is, you know, yeah. I challenge everybody get over that fear because yeah. when you know what you're looking at, you can make better decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And if you have someone that's managing your books for you, don't be afraid to ask that person to explain the numbers to you or explain the reports. You really should have a regular meeting with that person monthly would be my suggestion when you're sitting down, going over these key reports that we're talking about and asking your questions. And if you got someone that is not willing to do that, you need to find another bookkeeper or accountant (laughs) because I know there are people out there. They just want to do the work. They don't want to have to explain what they're doing. And that's just that that doesn't work. (laughs) And I mean, in saying that, I'm just thinking about what you said earlier, like, you know, that that trust factor, because you really are. I mean, you really are in an intimate relationship with your bookkeeper, you know, because they in all your business, like all. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So, you you know. Having that trust factor, one, that that person is going to, you know, act as a partner with you, but two, knowing that there's no stupid question. Exactly. Because a lot of times, because we're intimidated by something or because Mm -hmm. we're not knowledgeable about something, we don't, we have questions, but we don't ask the question because we're scared that that person is going to judge us for not knowing but exactly. they're there for you. That's right. 
they're there to support you and don't feel like that don't feel like that and if and if they make you feel like that again like crystal and said look then ain't run you might want (laughs) to it might be that breakup moment it might be time for the breakup that's right you know make you feel that way but yeah you know you they're they're there to support you in this process and they can't ask they can't answer the question that you don't ask so you know if they don't know you have that question they can't answer it or sometimes right. we may not be able to articulate the question, but just, you know, be, just say, mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't understand. Yeah, exactly. That's all you have to say. And then definitely um, that person, like I said, should be able to answer the question. And if it's just not answered to your liking, or in, in some cases, they may not even know the answer, which is again, a scary thing. Um, and so it would be time for you to start looking for someone else. For sure. And that just brings me to a point because I know we've had a um a previous episode where we had a, a bookkeeper on and she brought up this point. I'm gonna bring it up again of mm-hmm. also understanding the background of your bookkeeper mm-hmm. or your CPA because everybody doesn't do everything. True. And so True. you yeah. need to, you know understand you know does this person work with small businesses are they familiar with that are they you know familiar with you know maybe you're in a unique industry you know are they familiar Mm -hmm. with that like you know don't be afraid to ask those questions and I know for me you know when somebody approaches me with something and I'm that's not my thing I have zero problem being like you know what I don't do that but you know, right. Kelly down the street, she does that. Reach out to her, you know. Exactly. And I think that most professionals operate in that same way. Like, you know, I don't want to create a situation where, you know, we're, you know, kind of like, not only say bumping heads, but like just um, where we're struggling through something when there's a, a solution yeah. that's tailor made for you. Exactly. And that that's a great example um, I, I actually am a CPA. Like you said, I'm a licensed CPA, but I don't do tax prep work. I don't do taxes at all. I don't keep up with taxes. And that's just something that I've chosen not to do. But I have great you know, colleagues that I partner with that I refer my clients to. So I'm not going to pretend like I know the tax law or pretend like I can do a tax return, which I can, but I've just chosen to not no longer offer that service. Um, and so that's a great example of trying to find out what is it that this person does and doesn't do so that, um, you know, if you need to actually engage another professional for, you know, this thing here or that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 definitely. And sometimes it's a collaboration, you know, you do this mm-hmm. part and there's another person that does that part yes. and that's fine too, because, you yes. know, you may have a tax person, but they don't do the day-to-day, um, bookkeeping side of things you know because we all have the things that we like and love to do you know like I Mm -hmm. love to do um big events I love to do like you know Mm -hmm. corporate events conferences that type of thing I don't like doing bouquet delivery (laughs) I will refer you to someone that loves it you know I have a colleague that absolutely loves doing that and I will 
happily refer you to her because that's just not my thing. Right. Yep, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what would be the most common mistake that you see a business owners making in regards to their finances or QuickBooks bookkeeping? Mm -hmm. I would just say the number one mistake that I see over and over again is the commingling of business and personal accounts. So, of course, when you're starting out, you know, you're using more than likely people are using their personal account um, to pay for business expenses and you're using your personal credit card to pay for, um, you know, business expenses and Um, we all start out that way. I started out that way. So I get it. But at some point, um, you've got to separate it. Uh, It's just, um, it's as simple as opening up a business bank account, right? A checking account and a savings account. And even if in the beginning, many of us, myself included, you know, my business was my side hustle. I still had a full-time job when I started my business. And I used part of my paycheck that I was getting from that job to fund my side hustle, right? Which eventually became, you know, my full-time business. Um, And so when you're doing that, it makes sense because you're like, well, everything is just in one pot right now. So what's the point? (laughs) Right? And it does make sense. But at the end of the day, the reason why it's important for you to separate everything out is because you'll never know how your business is doing if it's all commingled in with your personal, um, you know, life as well. And so you separate things out. And even if that means withdrawing money from your personal account and making it a deposit into your business account to pay for business expenses. Another thing I like to advise my clients to do is to um, apply for a credit card, whether it's personal or a business card, but only use that card for business expenses. So you've got one source of truth for expenses and you're not looking at three or four or five different statements trying to compile the money you spent for your business, especially at tax time, you know? Um, And so just try to do that. Um, I I say be responsible with credit cards because, you know, I get it. (laughs) Um, But a lot of credit card companies in the beginning they'll give you a low introductory rate or a 0% for at least the first 12 months or so, you know, if you have decent credit. Um, But I just see too many businesses that come to me and I'm not even talking about people that have just started up. I mean, they've been in business for five, six, seven, 10 years and they still have commingled funds. Um, It's just a no-no. If you ever get audited, the IRS will penalize you greatly for that. (laughs) And look, that's yeah. somebody I don't ever want to be in trouble. <laughs> Try to keep Uncle Sam out of my business. <laughs> yes. I you don't know what's want so no, funny? No smoke. I don't want that. <laughs> what's so funny is my mom worked for the IRS for 20 years. And she moved up to the position where those people that actually go out to people's homes and confiscate their property to pay for their tax bill. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so she came home with all kinds of stories. Oh, so can you imagine as a young child growing up and she would come home and tell us these stories? So I've always 
like made sure that I did whatever I could to like, keep those people from knocking on my door. I don't, yeah, like I don't, I don't want that visitor at all. Mom, never ignore the IRS. If you get a letter, call them. <laughs> Just call. No. But you know, I think I think that that's such great advice about the commingling because you know, outside of Uncle Sam coming knock at that door. um which we don't want none of us want um but also I think it makes you more Mm -hmm. mindful of your business and your business expenses because Mm -hmm. when a lot of times especially when we're in that side hustle phase we Mm -hmm. we are not thinking about that money that we as long as there's money there yes we just feel like everything is fine and we're not mm-hmm. thinking about I'm putting this much of my own personal money to keep this business afloat. And right. then when we do decide we want to take this full time, we don't have a realistic picture of how it looks because mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we're we're not accounting for all of this money that we're personally pouring into the business. Exactly. exactly and I can remember mm-hmm. seeing like I saw this on Facebook and my heart just dropped and I just I couldn't I didn't even know how to respond to the post but this lady posted in um an events group her mm-hmm. and her sister had been in business 20 something years mm, okay. and had never turned a profit oh out and that yeah. just hurt me to my core because I'm like, you know, two years. Right. Five years. <laughs> right, right, right. But exactly. I'm like, 20, 20 like, years. Yeah. That's a long time. And I, I'm sure there was a lot of fear of the numbers, not, you know, paying attention, pouring personal yeah. money into the the business not you know Absolutely. all of those things and yeah we yeah. gotta have clarity because you know I know if I gotta put my money in you know in the beginning of course you do but as you continue mm-hmm. if I have to mm-hmm. keep putting my money in then something's not right on this side that I have exactly. to exactly really pay yeah. attention to so right. You know, we really do need to be mindful, even if you're not at the stage of a QuickBooks yet or, you know, mm-hmm. that you're, you know, still trying to separate those funds. Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. that tip of putting everything on one card so that you can at least have an accurate record of what's happening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the thing is, too, by keeping the funds commingled, like you said, you never really know if that business is going to be able to stand on its own because you continue to be able to manage the expenses because you're getting paid every week or every two weeks. And so money is still coming in. So as far as you're concerned, you're good, um, but it's just not reality. And then I'll take it a step further. The other reason why you want to keep track of what you're investing in your business is so that one day maybe you'll actually be able to get paid back from the business, right? The money that you put into it, right? Or what if someone comes to you and they say, hey, I want to be your partner. I want to invest in your business. Oh, by the way, how much have you invested in this business? 
You're not going to be able to answer that question if you're not keeping track of it. You're just not. So there's just a number of reasons why um, you should do that. It's never too early to have separate business accounts for your business. Never too early for that. And then I think like the the legitimization piece, you know, legitimizing that business because, yes. you know, one, just because it it, 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 it it's its own statement, you know, mm-hmm. having everything yeah. legitimate is its own statement to yourself and to your customers. But right. two, you know, think about with COVID and, you know, I'm here in Louisiana, so we, you know, have storms and mm-hmm. all these other things like that, where... Right. What happens is with COVID, there was money and funding out there, but you needed to be able to pull that 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 PL. You need to be able to Absolutely. pull reports <laughs> that come out of QuickBooks to get that yes, money. Yeah. You needed to be able to pull that. And there were so many on top of the government money, there was so much um other money out there from you know, agencies, all kind of grant money was available money. during that time. Yeah. But you Absolutely. had to be able to pull documents showing That's right. your business and where it stood prior to all of this. And, you know, right. if you don't have that set up, you know, mm-hmm. now you're scrambling, yep. you know, you, you're in need of this money, but now you're scrambling trying to piece this together you know, yeah, it, 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 exactly. it was, you know, definitely reassuring to be able to just hit a button and in, in a report mm-hmm. come out and you have right. the requirements needed, you know, because a lot of yeah. that money, it was, you know, first come first serve and right. Exactly. You, you still yep. sitting in the back trying to carry the two and <laughs> somebody <laughs> else is able to pull that report and, you know, right. And, yeah. and do what they need to do. I know, you know, here when it was like the, I think it was the BP oil spill, there were a mm-hmm. lot of companies that um, like, you know, shrimpers and all kind of different, those industries that lost massive amounts of income. Yeah. But they couldn't get the funding because a lot of them are cash businesses and, you know, are not keeping the records and stuff like that. So they can Mm -hmm. only fund you based on what information you had previously um, submitted. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, you might make you you might make a hundred thousand a year, but you've been submitting that you make twenty five. (laughs) So exactly. They gonna pay you on that twenty five. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's another when it comes to funding, like you said, you're missing out on grants and funding from the government. You're missing out on um you know, so many things like loans that you could even get like a small business loan possibly. And that's their way of weeding out the people who they look at as legitimate businesses versus what they would call someone who just has a hobby, right? right? And that's that's the bottom line. It's like, do you have a business or is this just a hobby? And that's, that's, how, they, that's how they do it. Yeah, and then they're also gonna be, you know, if you haven't looked at those numbers, you know, and they looking at them, this is the first time you're looking at them when you're trying to get a loan or trying to get funding. And they're like, yeah. you're not making no money with this business. 
exactly. So, you know, it, yeah. it, again, I feel like that's the power of the numbers. Like, you know, don't, you know, I know a lot of people feel like, you know, have that moment of shame, you know, that, you know, yeah. I'm not where I thought I was, or I'm not doing as well as I thought I was, but, right. you know, it's that shame moment is not really serving you. Mm-mm. We all start somewhere. We all have something that, you know, we need to be doing better at that we can improve yeah. upon and mm-hmm. take it as a, a moment of, you know what, this is being put in front of me. And now I have this opportunity to yes. do better. We can't go That's back right. and undo what we didn't do right before. Absolutely not. Absolutely re- not. Replaying it is not going, it's not going to solve anything. So let's it's start not. fresh today and say, you know what? I want to make sure that the way I move forward is better. Right. And Exactly. You know, and yeah. when we when we talked before this, you know, one of the things that you were saying about, you know, people being comfortable, mm-hmm. whatever you bring to the table, I promise you that Crystalline has seen before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're not yeah. the first person that that, that money Mm-mm. is commingled. You're not the first person Mm-mm. that's out here selling stuff, thinking that they're being profitable and they're not. You're not right. the, you know, first person that, you know, invested heavily in their business. You know, none of these right. things are, you're not the first and you're not going to be the last. It, you know. That's right. That's don't, right. Don't carry it in shame. Just know that, you know, there's someone that can help you. And there's someone that can get you to a better understanding and help you get to a better space. Yes. And now that you have the information and you know better, <laughs> it's just time to do better. That's you it. know, it's never, it's never too late to get on the right path. Never. It's just, it's just not, you know, and that's why I'll, when people come to me or my clients come to me, I offer them, you know, a 30 minute complimentary consultation, fill out this intake form so I can learn a little bit more about your business. Let's sit down and talk and let's, figure out what the best path best path is for you to get on the right track here. I mean, I've, I've seen it all. There's probably nothing I haven't seen. And so, yeah, you're not alone and there's no shame in it. And I try to just tell my clients, there's no judgment either, because at the end of the day, what good would it for me to do that? It's like, if you don't, I mean, if, if you are doing everything perfectly, then I wouldn't have a business. <laughs> I wouldn't be needed. Right. So I actually right. rely on people who need right. my help. It's that simple. So I am not going to make you feel bad or ashamed because it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's like, no, you came to me. I'm the expert in this and let me help you get there. Absolutely. No. And I, and I absolutely love that. And, you know, just from the moment I met you, it was just like, this is a person I feel comfortable having that conversation. And that's why, you know, mm. I, I try to bring, you know, experts to the table, not just to share their knowledge, but because mm-hmm. right. I know that sometimes, you know, venturing out for help can be intimidating. 
you know, yeah, absolutely. We we're retarded, you know, that we gotta, you know, we gotta tough it out and we gotta do all these things. And so asking <laughs> for help is hard and yeah, it can be yeah. challenging. And it's it's reassuring when you know that the 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 person that you're talking to is caring. The person that you're talking to yeah. is it's a safe space, no judgment zone, you know, right. that person, right. you know you know, feels like family, looks like me, you know, those things matter, you know, people don't realize how much those things matter, but they really do. Because again, we talking about a very intimate situation. You are in my family. Right. Right. They have some people that are married that don't um, share (laughs) finances. (laughs) So I mean, like, I don't so know true. how much more intimate we can get. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You but are so, exactly right. You know, it's just, it, it it's important for me to, you know, share that with other people when I meet great people like that, that I'm yeah. just like, look, I know it may be intimidating, right. but at least, you know, it's kind of like when you go to a networking event. It's always a little bit easier when you see somebody that you know, you know, yes. <laughs> it just makes you, <laughs> just makes you feel a little <laughs> bit better when you see somebody that you yep. know, you see a smiling face and yep. you know, okay, it's going to yeah. be okay. It's it going to be all right. Exactly. Okay. So we know, <laughs> Lord knows when we get into mm. these numbers and, and especially when we're trying to figure out this QuickBooks, we... we we start feeling some sort of way so (laughs) we got help y'all we got help yes 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 definitely (laughs) it's not as bad as you think I promise it's not (laughs) and it's usually not that's the thing we build up things in our heads so much and I can think of so many different things that I was just like Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I finally got the courage to do the thing. And then I'm just like, so you mean to tell me it took me four years to do this thing that took five minutes? <laughs> like, exactly. like, really? Like, honestly, that <laughs> would happen. Like, yes, so we, we, exactly. we gotta, we gotta get that fear girl and tell her go sit in the back seat because she always trying to run <laughs> stuff and she always wrong. Exactly. She's loud and she won't. <laughs> we just have to venture because I mean, yeah. you know, the thing is, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Go in, you know, step into the space. If you feel uncomfortable, you can always step back out. But right. go right. and see, you know, and before you let something build up and mm-hmm. then it realize that it's not that deep. Or before you get into your feelings about, oh, well, it's been 10 years and right. you know, I don't want anybody to think X, Y, and Z about me. There's somebody sitting right next to you that has been 10, 20. I told you mm-hmm. 20, I think it was 22 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you know, there's there, you're not alone. There's no situation that you've gone through that someone else has not also experienced. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And in that case, you know, a lot of times when we're afraid to do something, we just actually have to do it afraid, that part. you know, and then once you take that first step, then you're able to take another step. And before you know it, the fear is gone because, you know, you realize, oh, it wasn't 
that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, or I, I'm I, still here. <laughs> I talk about all my like mm. emotions as as individual personas, and right. fear. She 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 got a big bark, mm-hmm. but she <laughs> got no bite. So sometimes you got to stun on her. You know, sometimes right. you have to turn around and say, "Girl, girl, <laughs> well, we just did it, and we didn't die." Exactly. And then, like you said, then she starts to humble herself <laughs> as she sees you progress. You know, that's right. But we that's have right. to. Fear has a purpose; is to mm-hmm. keep us from dying. Mm-hmm. But we're not about to die all the time, so she doesn't get to talk all the time. We have to learn how yeah. to put her back in her place. Exactly, and yep. you you only get to vote on matters of life or death. Like outside <laughs> of that, <laughs> you just get to sit in the back seat. So exactly, <laughs> you know, we have to really start to take that back. And I think that this is one of the ways because I know mm-hmm. once you start talking about this, you know, portion of business, right? People start backing yeah. up. They don't want they you do. know they don't want to venture in. So right, yeah. Um, one thing I want to ask you is for those who now feeling brave, they got a little courage in them and they ready. <laughs> um, right. What would be your best tips for someone that's ready to venture in? They're ready to, you know, get their QuickBooks set up and mm-hmm. start moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I would say is, as I mentioned, I offer a 30 minute um, complimentary consultation for new clients. And so I always recommend that folks book that and then we talk through what the best path is to get your books set up properly. Um, I have um, coaching consultations that I do with my clients who are located all over. So I'm not just limited to Texas. I have clients in California and Ohio and many other um, states. And so we meet like this over Zoom. And they share their desktop and I walk them through, um, you know, learning how to use the product um, properly. And so there's a couple of things I can do the setup and then I'll walk you through how to maintain it. Or I can actually walk you through the setup and maintenance if that's something that you want to learn, which I have some clients that are like that. Um, and so that's what I would recommend, because what people don't realize is the initial setup is key. That is going to determine if your reports are going to be accurate, is is the setup good, right? And so it's important to have someone who knows QuickBooks and knows what they're doing to set things up properly. Even if you can't afford to have that person maintain it, have them set set it up, have them train you. And then what I will typically do for my clients who do their own bookkeeping is I'll do a quarterly review. I'll say, hey, every three months, you know, let me take a look at your books and see if there's any issues that I feel need to be fixed. Because what happens is when you get to the end of the year, if you're doing that on a regular basis, then tax time is not going to be this stressful sprint to (laughs) gather everything from the last 12 months and get it to the tax person, right? You've got everything in QuickBooks, Someone's been reviewing it for you quarterly. And so that last quarterly review happens in January. And then 
You don't have to go and sit in the tax person's office. You can say, hey, let me give you access to my QuickBooks because you can give an like a tax prep person just limited access where they can just run reports. That's it. They can't make any changes. And so they can run all the reports they need to complete your tax return. But at the end of the day, setup is key. So you have to do that. But what about the people who are already set up and the books are a hot mess right now? (laughs) (laughs) Not saying there are anyone out there like that, but, you know, just in case. Just in case. (laughs) There's hope for you as well. So you still (laughs) book the initial consultation. Um, I'll go through your books and review them. And again, we'll talk through the best path to get everything cleaned up. And then how decide how you want to move forward. I can do the bookkeeping for you, or I can teach you how to do it properly yourself. So again, it's never too late to get it right. <laughs> no, and that's that is great to hear, assuring. Um, and even just the piece that you said about, you know, just being able to turn it over to the tax preparer. Like, you know, tax time is stressful for business owners. It That is a stressful thing. Yes. And to be able to alleviate that stress and just say, here, yeah. mm-hmm. fix in. I mean, <laughs> exactly. like, you know, that, <laughs> you know, set yourself up for success. Sometimes we don't want to stop and pause and do that foundational work, but that foundational right. work makes everything else easier. Like, you know, once you have it set up, then it's like, that's one less stressor on you as a business owner to try to Mm -hmm. figure out what's going on. You know, you have it set up and I love the fact that you do training as well, because then, you know, Mm -hmm. when I, you know, go in there and I'm not like, I mess nothing up. And I know what I'm getting out. You know, because we like to touch buttons. And I mean. (laughs) Right. Look, I. Very, very true. I I work with a lot of people a lot of times that have, you know, that struggle with um, tech, you know. And and I I wholeheartedly believe that that's a mindset. Because I've been able to help people get over that hurdle of, you know, tech. But right. one thing that I know that people do a lot of times is we, mm-hmm. we like to click, but we don't like to listen. <laughs> so we didn't click on 12 things and move some around and we not where it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to, you know, I'm not right. bad with that with tech, but there's certain things that like if I get a new something, a new gadget. It better right. come with that little picture that say one, two, three. If it come with long <laughs> instructions, right? I give it to my husband because my attention span is just not there in that way. And right. he's like, you know, if he knows something new is coming, he's like, don't touch it. He knows I'm going to look at it and be like, it seemed like you should do. And he's like, don't touch it. Because now I got to try to figure out what you did. And undo right, <laughs> right, right. Yes, that's very true. But you know, what I usually tell my clients is there's nothing that you can do in QuickBooks that I can't fix. Right. But what you said is absolutely right, because I'll be in a session with a client and um, mind you, my clients are driving. So it's funny because I take them, I catch them off guard because they're like, okay, so are you going to share your screen and I'm going to watch you? Nope. 
you learn by doing. Right. So you're going to share your screen and I'm going to talk you through things. Well, I'll be telling them or giving them some instruction and a notification will pop up and they'll just click. I'll be, hold on, hold on. Like, we what need did to that read say? this. What did it say? You just didn't click right. yes or no. You don't know what it is. You're just ignoring the I'm just like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Then I go into my teacher mode. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop. That's when my control oh, I'll issues. Say. That's when I'm, I, can, I, I, I work on myself constantly, but that's when my control issues come in. Cause I'm just like, I want to tape your hands down. Like, stop it. Yes. Don't move until I say a thing. <laughs> Wait till I finish, process it, and then do right. that thing. Don't do no right. extra things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to catch myself because a lot of times I want to say, move away from the mouse right. your hand away from the mouse and listen to me but you have to be careful you can't talk to adults like that so it's just kind of like I just kind of joke around like stop we have to read these notifications these are important right no because I mean you do like you have to understand because sometimes you know I mean, they have those big old red X's for a reason they like you know this can't be undone like Right. <laughs> like, you know, but right. is it it is just kind of changing that mindset and slowing yeah. down a little bit more and getting that greater understanding. Cause I think once you understand, then it's like you're more delicate with how you yes. deal with it. Cause yeah, you're like, it, wait, yeah. this could mess up. Right. Like, <laughs> I'ma just wait. <laughs> Look, I don't know the answer to this. Like, I'ma just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want you afraid of the software, but I just want you to be more conscious about the messages that are popping up because right. those are typically very important. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, you might have missed a million dollars just because you just want to click too fast. Exactly. They might have been giving away money. You don't know. Read, read the thing. But yeah, no. They, I mean, yeah. it is it, it is funny in that process of like mm-hmm. learning, but you know, yeah. I love that you are like teaching and training on top of just it being there because I think that right. that's a part of the fear as well. When we don't know, we have fear about mm-hmm. things. You know, the more we know, yeah. the more we can overcome that fear. Yes, absolutely. So mm-hmm. you sent me something and a nice card. And yeah. I love cards. I love cards. So I was like, oh, I got a card. <laughs> I, I would be remiss not to talk about this. You sent me. Got my book. <laughs> so can you tell me a little more about this lovely? Oh, I love, I love a guide, and I love how this is laid out. I'm gonna just tell you that. Like, I love. Oh, awesome. I I could because I feel like oftentimes you know things get too wordy. You know, there's graphics in between the words and um some people are visual learners some people you know textile you know you 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 cover both and Mm -hmm. it's you know easy to understand Mm -hmm. yeah and that's always my goal is um you know that's the fourth edition of my book mastering quickbooks so the first one came out in 2020 and now we're on the 2023 edition but it is a how-to guide on how to use QuickBooks Online for small businesses. 
And so my perspective was, this is going to be, I'm writing this for the small business owner that has no accounting or bookkeeping background at all. And they don't have the money to hire someone to set QuickBooks up for them. They can take this book and go step-by-step step from each chapter and set up QuickBooks and understand how to use it. And so that was my goal with the book. Um, it's actually been an Amazon bestseller um, for each edition. And so, yes, it is available on Amazon, but it's also available on my um, webpage that you're going to share at the end. It's crystalandshelton.com backslash podcast. So for your um, audience, uh, Danny, they'll get a discount. There's a discount code on there for the book. So if they go to that page, awesome. you get a discount Thank on the book. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. And guys, um, you know, I do the podcast on YouTube and on um, podcast um, services. So for those of you that are listening via podcast, you can't see me keep holding up the book and smiling. But um, <laughs> I will definitely put the link in the show notes but i want you guys to get a copy of this book um when i used to teach when i used to have admin staff i had admin staff and they were um much older than me and not you know mm -hmm. tech savvy and i used to teach i used to use there was a series um for the microsoft products called um step by step mm -hmm. and this oh, reminds yeah. me of that you know, oh, format. And so that with that book, I was able to increase the capacity of, you know, people who um were struggling with right. learning. And so that's why when I right. when I opened it, I was like, <laughs> so I'm very excited about this. And um me and Crystalline have talked and um I don't know if all of the listeners know, but I do have a business book club and we are going to feature this book as one of our books for the book club. And Crystalline has um, said that, you know, we, we're going to work with her schedule and have her as a part of um, that experience. So I will share more information um, about that in the show notes, but I just want y'all to look out for that. But in the meantime, get the book. So yes, you can get, get ready, <laughs> so you can start reading it, so you can, you know, start getting your questions together because, you know, yeah. now not only do you have this great book that's going to be helpful for you to, you know, do the step-by-step. -step. I'm trying to see if I can, like, if y'all can see, like, the pages where you can actually see some mm -hmm. of the, you know, some of the steps and the screens and everything. So you know what you're looking at. Um on the screen is here in this book. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I just can't think of a better like combination of having the book present and then having the author of the book who's a, <laughs> a top 100 pro advisor there <laughs> to answer questions. So yes, I'm excited book. about the book club too. I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm like so excited about this because, you know, I, oh, when do you get that opportunity? You know what I'm saying? And especially <laughs> exactly. something that people are struggling with. So yeah, absolutely. Um, get the book. Yeah, go out there and get the book. Even if you don't um, participate with us in the book club, just go get the book so you can get your stuff together. 
Yes, yes. Because please. I mean, if if, if <laughs> look, you gotta have the money stuff together. You know, if you don't have that together, that's that's that that is the indicator of how your business is doing. So we want to yeah. make sure we we're getting that together. And you know, like we said before, it don't matter where you are right now. That's right. We're gonna start from where we are, and we're gonna do better moving forward. So. Get your copy, go to the link. You get a discount code too. I mean, like, what else do y'all want? Like, <laughs> go ahead and um and get the book. And then on top of that, you know, you can schedule that 30-minute um consultation. Yep. Absolutely. Take advantage of the resources that are out there. And you know, the beauty of things like that is you get to know the person that you're going to be working with. So it's an opportunity to, you know, to to see are you a, a fit, you know, because we just right. said it's an intimate relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> you've gotten to experience Crystal in here. You, you know, experience her on that call so that you can get that connection and you can feel more comfortable because again, yeah. I think, you know, with finances, we shy away from a lot of stuff because we don't feel comfortable. We feel intimidated. We're used to seeing, right. you know, the suits and the, you know, and the this and the that. And we don't realize that those are just people. Yeah, absolutely. People. And, um, you know, we want to have that kind of relationship. And so, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I know Crystalline has the suits. I know she does. I'm looking at her <laughs> a beautiful picture on the um cover of the book. But today she's here with us in her pajamas. And that's it's just right. about somebody that's going to get comfortable with you. You know that <laughs> it's just a different, yeah. it's a different type of relationship. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, before we do our wrap up questions, I do want to ask you, is there anything else that you really want to like that, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't say this thing about, you know, QuickBooks and, and, and small mm-hmm. business owners? I would just say, um, I mean, the main thing that I just want to stress is that get help to set, you know, QuickBooks up. I, I, I can't stress that enough because a lot of people... And don't get me wrong, you can absolutely set it up on your own, but the problem is you don't know what you don't know. And the beauty of having someone like me walk you through it is I can help you set it up so that it works for your specific business. So we're talking about customizing it just for you. Um, And so that's the beauty of having this one-on-one versus you signing up for a QuickBooks workshop and going to sit in there and they're going to give you the general view of how people use it, but it won't be custom for your business. And so it's real important that, um, you know, you invest in doing that if, you know, at all possible. So yeah, that's probably my, my last thing I would say on that. <laughs> and I look that that's the probably the best thing because again your foundation makes a difference you know what how you set it up every part of your business and I think you know that's the part that um for me as a business coach sometimes is really hard is that everybody wants to avoid that foundational work yeah but that is the foundational work is what allows you to work with ease Mm-hmm. Yep. because your it foundation sets you up for work, success it sets you up for success yeah. and it continues to bring you success 
And, you know, you're out there working so hard and pushing so hard, but the answer was in that work that you keep avoiding. Exactly. Yep. Very well said. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm going to wrap up because we could go all night and <laughs> I know that we're going to meet again when we get into yes, this ma'am. book. So I'm going to save a little bit for that experience. But <laughs> as we wrap up, I have three questions I ask all of my guests. So I'm going to uh, get right into those. Mm-hmm. The first one is tell me about your favorite pair of pajamas. <laughs> So this question is taking me back to my childhood. (laughs) I'm probably going to be telling my age a little bit too. That's okay. (laughs) But my first uh, or my favorite pair of pajamas was um, basically a Winnie the Pooh set. (laughs) I was a big Winnie the Pooh person growing up and I wanted pajamas all day long if my mom would let me. I am and I just, such, I'll never forget. <laughs> I am such the Winnie the Pooh fan. So that is like, are you? Oh my goodness. Like, absolutely. Like, I still have um, the Winnie the Pooh that my mom gave me from when I was two years old. I still have it. Oh, um, when, like, if we evacuate for storms and stuff like that, it's coming with me. It's like, <laughs> one time my, um, my son was playing with it in the ear ripped and I as a grown woman called my grandmother in the middle of the night and was like his ear ripped you have to sew it because I don't know how to sew <laughs> I have no sewing skills whatsoever and she was just like I know you're not serious and I'm like right. but I am I'm on my way right now I'll be there in a okay. second like it is serious <laughs> no yeah love I it. love like Winnie the Pooh I is like it. my absolute favorite so that is so funny <laughs> to me <laughs> Oh gosh. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So finish this sentence for me. My time freedom allows me to travel with my husband oh. of 29 years, might I add. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're gonna celebrate 30 years next year. I was like, wow, I've been with you a long time. <laughs> right. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so we try to do a tropical vacation because I love the water. And then we do a stateside every year. I mean, COVID aside, but but we just recently took our first cruise to the Bahamas. And it was amazing. Like the best vacation I've ever been on. And we had never been on a cruise before. (laughs) We did our first cruise Mm -hmm. right before COVID so like 2019 the summer of 2019 Mm -hmm. we did our first cruise and I was like very nervous about it because me my husband and my son are you know pretty much introverted and I was like that's a lot of people in a lot of space and (laughs) I don't know how this is gonna go but we really enjoyed it it was a really really good vacation like yeah yeah and then I was like oh and then the world shut down I was like okay well I guess it'll be a minute before I go on another cruise (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was really relaxing and our cruise supposedly was like a small version because it was only about 2,500 people but I just think everyone's very well spread out so it yes. didn't feel like that yeah that's so how was, I felt too right mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. I felt too yeah I, I yeah I was very nervous I was like oh, I can't get off the boat if I don't like it right <laughs> <laughs> 
but it was a great experience (laughs) but i love that i love to travel so i love that um that that is one of your um like pluses of time freedom yeah absolutely so what is the best advice that you could give anyone that's seeking the profits and pajamas lifestyle so the best advice that i can give is you know and this is something that i've had to learn is that, and we talked about this actually earlier, Danny, is that you actually just, you can't go it alone and grow. You just can't. Um, You know, we all start out doing everything and wearing all these hats because, you know, we have to, right? We can't afford to hire, you know, um, people usually in the beginning. But I would say that um, as soon as you can, start building your team. Okay. And one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people, I just really discovered her a couple of years ago, and you probably know her or have heard of her, is Rachel Rogers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Rachel Rogers' book, We Should All Be Millionaires, I would say, pick it up. It's a terrific book for anyone who, especially a, a woman and especially a woman of color who is. Um, starting a business, trying to grow a business, trying to, um, you know, uh, make it happen at the end of the day. Um, Her book and and what she taught in that book about building your, she calls it million dollar squad, building your Mm -hmm. squad. It's just amazing how um, much time can be freed up from your schedule if you can delegate administrative tasks, for example, to a virtual assistant, or instead of me sitting here connecting bank accounts to the QuickBooks file, my accounting intern can do it. You know, um, I would say build a squad. It's one person at a time, but that's the only way that your business is actually going to be scalable and grow, you know, and you don't have to be shoot, you don't have to shoot for a million dollar business, but just for your business to have any growth, you're not going to be able to continue to wear all the hats and wear them well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you can attest to that. <laughs> no, you 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 really can. And um, I did a talk um, in March. I did a talk for um, my ABWA chapter, and it was about tips for growth as a solopreneur. And mm-hmm. I gave several tips, and I you know I teach a lot about systems and automation, but yeah. where it ended was there's really no such thing as a solopreneur because it takes a village. It takes a village. (laughs) You need your network. You need your support system. You need business professionals. You need, you know, and and at some point you need a team, you know, you need all of those things to continue to grow. And even Mm -hmm. if you are a team of one, you still, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to continue to operate in I'm, you know, the, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, somebody (laughs) else going to bake them cookies and somebody (laughs) else, you know, even if they're not on your payroll, right. Right. They can still be an outside vendor. Somebody else can Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. some of those things that you don't want to be doing anyway. Right. Exactly. You yep. know, you got to spend you, your time growing the business, right? You know, and, and that you can't do that if you're doing everything. 
no, unless you're going to stay up 24 hours, seven days a week, and then you're still not going to be able to physically do it. I like my nap. So somebody else, you know, that's what set the new phrase, get, get somebody else to do it. Somebody else mm-hmm. have to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. you have to start creating that type of balance in your life. You can't, yeah. you can't do it all. And you're not, you're not trained or versed to do it all. You know, you, right. you know, that, that might not be your skill set. That might not be your right. talent, but it's somebody else's yeah. and pay for the convenience. Yes. I told you I'm, I'm over the DIY part of my life. Mm-hmm. I will write a you check. And me both. <laughs> Good. I will write a check in a minute for someone else to do it because I can't buy more time. Right. You know, exactly. I can by getting somebody else to do it, but I can't right. in the sense of I can't make time. So exactly. the time yeah. that I'm taking trying to get over the learning curve of something, I could have just hired yeah. somebody that already know the answers. Exactly. And you're not going to do it as good as they can do it, regardless of no. how much time we invest in it, because that's their gift. <laughs> it's <laughs> not only their do. gift, but they have allotted <laughs> time for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they're not doing so 12 things. They're doing one thing, that thing that you don't <laughs> want to do. So they have right. time. You don't have right. time when you're trying to carry all those things. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think that that's, I think that is great <laughs> advice. So tell me about what you have coming up that we can get into. We can be a part of. What do you have for the audience? So what I have coming up is the launch of my online course. Mm. So this is something my clients have been asking me for for a long time now. And, um, you know, it's really ideal for people who they don't really have time to meet with me during business hours because they're working on their business. But they might have, you know, time in the evening, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night to log in and learn, you know, QuickBooks. So I've created a course that basically um, teaches you how to set QuickBooks up, how to record your transactions, and how to prepare for tax time. Um, It's an online course, self-paced. I'm teaching you. Um, It's video-based, and so you can watch a five-minute video to learn how to do something on your phone, on your mobile device, on your computer. Um, And then what's nice about it that I've added is a private community that goes with that. So as you're learning how to do things, if you run across something that you don't understand and you have a question, you can go to the private community and I will answer your questions there. And so it's me and I have some other QuickBooks experts that can um, answer your questions as well. So that course is going to launch on May 7th. And it's going to be at a special price for that first launch week until the 14th, May 7th through the 14th. And then it goes to regular price after that. But I would say that that's something I definitely am proud of. It's my latest project. Um, And they can actually find it on that crystalandshelton.com backslash podcast page. The other thing that your listeners can do now is I have a checklist on that page And the checklist is your first seven days in QuickBooks. So if you're thinking about purchasing QuickBooks, you can download that checklist for free. 
there's also a discount code on there where you can purchase QuickBooks for 30% off for the first three months. Okay. So you can save you some money. And so I would say that um, definitely go to that page. That page, you can book an initial consultation with me as well. So, yes. That is awesome. So I want, I look, she better have all kind of clicks on this page because it's everything, <laughs> like everything is here. So you have a, yes. a checklist, you got shop. a discount <laughs> on, on QuickBooks, you got a discount on the purchase of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything, you can book a consultation all on this one page. If y'all don't click on this page, I don't know, something wrong with y'all, I'm just going <laughs> to because it's just so much there and it you know it's just one of those things that you know sometimes we don't realize that things are income producing you know we think about you know when when somebody swipes a card that that's an income producing thing but you know having your money and your money affairs in order is you know huge for you being able to generate income and know what's going on with it so I, right. I need y'all, I need y'all to go to this page. Like I just do. Like <laughs> I don't want to have to to come knocking on doors. Why are you not on this page? Because what I do know is, you know, I constantly get people, you know, with questions about QuickBooks and how to set it up and or that they don't know what's the right, you know, accounting software for them or where, you know, what to do next. Right. Right. These are your answers. Yes. All exactly. your answers. Like all yeah. your answers are, are, you know, here, you, you know, you have the course coming up and I want y'all to, to jump over there and, you know, be, I, look, be waiting up like y'all wait up for the Beyonce <laughs> to, get, okay. to get in this course <laughs> and get that discount to get in the course because, yes. you know, it's nothing like having the information you can stop, you know, the video and 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 sit and ponder on it, come back. You can do all mm-hmm. of those things and then to mm-hmm. have a community that you can go to to ask questions. Like, I don't know what else y'all want. I mean, it's just served up on a silver platter. I don't even know what else. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. So um, that link is definitely going to be in the show notes. So I want you guys to go there. I want you to make yourselves even more familiar with Crystalline. And I want to thank you for, you know, coming on here and, you know, being so authentic, sharing um, the tips that you shared with us, but also, mm-hmm. I mean, you just opened up, you just opened up everything to us. Like, you know, you, you know, coming on the book club and, you know, offering your services, you know, for people to have these consultations. And, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate it. I, I, you know, I know this is recorded, so we don't hear from the audience until later, but I know that it'll be greatly appreciated by the audience. But I just want to thank you for, you know, being that person, being caring and um, making sure that our community is getting themselves together financially. Well, thank you so much, Danny, for having me on the show and for trusting me with your audience. I, I absolutely hope that even if it's just one person I've helped that's listening, you know, it's worth it to me because at the end of the day, um, that's what I wanted to just to help small business owners, to help people realize, hey, 
you've got resources, you know, uh, that old saying goes, or we, I don't know if it was a commercial or something, or they used to say, oh, I've got people. You've got people. You got people. <laughs> okay. You got people. And look, don't, don't, don't say that you don't. That's and, right. you know, the thing that I've loved, you know, about this podcast is that, you know, I get that feedback from people coming back and, you know, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the things that have been discussed, talking about the guests that have been on. And mm-hmm. my heart wells when they say, you know, y'all said this and then I went and did this thing. Like that is oh, like yes. the biggest like geek out moment for me <laughs> is because I yeah. all I want to do is get you into action. Because we receive so much information, but unless we put it into action, it's just sitting there. And I want, you know, for you to, to, to receive it in a different way, because if that's how you need to hear it, to to get out there and do something, then that's how I'm going to bring it to you. Because I want you to get into action and I want you to feel empowered. I want you to, to know that it's just a matter of you deciding to do it. Yeah. It's just a decision. It's just a matter of you deciding to do it. And Mm -hmm. we got good people here to help you along the way. Cause you know, I'm, I'm big on relationships and people like, you know, I, like, I, I can't, if I don't feel a vibe with a person, I can't bring them, (laughs) I can't bring them to the community, but you know, you know, just from the moment I met you, it just was nothing, but just, I could feel your heart and I could feel, Mm -hmm. you know, your desire to help people. And it's it comes through in how the book is written. It just comes through in your actions. So I thank you for being here with us and sharing with us. Y'all go get on that link. Don't make me have to <laughs> don't make me have to feel some sort of way because it's just too much information um, being extended to you to not take full advantage. Thank you so much, Danny. It's been fun. <laughs> yes, I look. I, I absolutely. I never thought I was gonna love doing a podcast, and I absolutely love it. And I love the people I get to meet in the process. So, thank you for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, check out those show notes and make sure that you are on the lookout. Um, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes as well. But, you know, if you're on my mailing list, your emails and everything, as we um, finalize what the book club is going to look like as far as um, reading this book and having Crystalline come on and discuss it with us, those details will start to pour out. I just, I don't want y'all to miss it because I'm excited. (laughs) I know, you know, I've talked to the book club already, the members, the current members, they're excited. Like get get yourself together. Don't miss out. Don't say I didn't know. I didn't. You know. <laughs> are you gonna do it again? Don't don't come with that. We we <laughs> telling you now. Get on it. Yeah. You know. Make sure that you're um in the room and that you are getting all of the resources and go get the book. So you're ready. So you can start pre reading. So you're ready. Don't don't say oh well, I I didn't I don't have it yet. No, get the book. <laughs> I'm the yes. class prepared. Don't make me have to look like my people not together. <laughs> so come to class prepared, having gotten the book mm-hmm. and read it, um, or at least read some of it before we get, you know, started. So yeah. thanks again for being here. <clears throat> thanks to my listeners. And I will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.
Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.